Hey, everybody, it's John, and thanks to everybody who helps us out every week by going to patreon.com slash steal this beer and throwing a couple of bucks our way so that we can mail beers to our guests and have some fun conversations resulting from that. So uh, if you're not already, go check it out. It's patreon.com slash steal this beer. Uh, as Cass says, a little bit goes a long way, and we appreciate the support. Now, here come the sirens. Steal This Beer, a candid weekly discussion about beer, over beer, by a couple of guys that think about beer way too much. All right, hey y'all, it is five o'clock on Monday and we are stealing beer. I'm Augie Carton. Hey pal. How are you? You know, I'm feeling good. You've loosened uh, up after your two episodes uh, yeah, and four shots some, of beer? Yeah, we're feeling... It's it, it it's nice. The sun is out again. It. It's going to thunderstorm in a few minutes, uh, which, <laughs> is, which is pretty nice. As it uh, do. We were going to, here at the Holiday Inn Express Oceanfront in, uh, in Miami, I had tried to scout out locations, right? Because I'm playing not only the casserole and hitting the button... And occasionally uh, going into Christmas later, uh, <laughs> but I'm also playing the Kennedy role in producing and not only lining up the folks that we're talking to, but also trying to find the right location. So yesterday, I was like, "Oh, we'll do this in my room," and my room, which has you know a, a really nice view of the hotel wall next door, uh, two beds, which is the Fontainebleau, like yeah. one of the most famous hotels in the history of America. No, I'm looking at the other one. I'm looking at like the <laughs> Best Western. Uh, Miami disappointment Mediocre next door, Western. and <laughs> it's it's an all right Western. Um, it's even east. So I'm trying to find the location, and there's this little tiki bar uh, in the back, and I'm like, oh, like maybe we'll like we'll sit outside. It'll be nice because we nothing makes the thieves happier at home than than ambient and, noise and popcorn machines. <laughs> and uh, there's no outlets, and I'm looking at this, and I'm like, this tiki bar has not been used in years. I hope, or if it has. Don't For some shady get shit. Get the drinks here. It's uh, <laughs> and then I was looking at the pool and I was like, well, this could be fun. And then all these kids started showing up and I was like, well. Augie's used to disapproving looks, but like we don't need that for four hours as we're recording shows. So now here we are in the lobby. Nobody's bothering us except for the Bitcoin convention. The Bitcoin um, convention is fun. It's not Bitcoin. It's all crypto. Oh, crypto coin. It's cryptocurrency crypto, okay. convention. Okay. It's quite Dot the com. alliteration. Yeah. Dot org. A lot of, lot of, lot of QC right. codes and QR codes. All right. and, I think uh, I think we've made Jared wait long enough. Hi, Jared. How you doing, Jared? Good. How are y'all? So let me properly introduce Jared. Jared of Southern Grist. Blah, 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 blah. We Nailed haven't it. caught up. <laughs> you and I get to catch up. I don't know why. I guess Southern Grist and Carton do the same touring. Yeah. You know what I mean? I feel like we're around each other or were around each other quite a bit, quite often. And Definitely. haven't seen you in fucking two and a half years because of all this silly. Well, we saw each other in New, uh, New York City. In that didn't November. count. Oh, that yeah. fucking. You, you know, that's when I caught it. No, Did I tell really? you? He got COVID. Oh, no. So. This not, bothers me. This really November, bothers me. November of 21. Yeah. We don't really talk about yeah. that. <laughs> There's a whole the, the timing there was not ideal. About, we yeah. don't talk oh, about November. We don't talk about Augie in November. So anyway, here's the, here's the thing that really makes me nuts. So I, you know, I was very considerate about it for all the reasons. Sure. Mostly because we're in public-facing businesses. So yeah. no matter yeah. what you think or don't think, or I don't even want to get into that with any human, our job is to service the public and therefore part of it is 
not only do you not want to poison them with your liquid or your chicken fucking sandwich, you also right. don't want to give them something that was killing 6% of humans. So I did my best to be super conscious of it without letting it destroy all my flow. And then we get to this sweet spot where we're like, all right, enough people are vaccinated. We're going to do vaccinated only events. You can only come in with a vaccine card. You'll be fine. And yep. I was vaccinated yep. and I went to a couple of like one week and that week was yeah. the middle of it. And I hit like three events that week, all vaccine card only events. And at the end of that week, like, by the way, we're starting to think vaccines only last six months. I was like, well, I got my vaccine six months ago. <laughs> <laughs> and fucking by Wednesday, I had it. So I wait, you, so you escaped from New York without it. Yeah. Okay. yeah. No, I don't think I, I caught I, it at that event. That event was pretty well behaved. It was really people. buttoned up. They, yeah, they it was really good. Yeah. But, but it was uh, just a week where I was like, all right. Yeah. I yeah. Mean, <laughs> New York City as, as a whole city is, yeah. they were very, very Very careful. conscious Yeah, city. I mean, I couldn't get in anywhere without... Yep. So vaccine car and all that. When you started at the brewery, yep. did you think that you'd be on the pastry fest circuit? No, never in a million years. Okay. No, I mean, you know, when we started the brewery, it was I was brewing on a I don't know if y'all are familiar with like a psycho brew system, but nope. basically it's a PSY. So it's, it's like a glorified homebrew system essentially. Okay. It was like these like you know what I, I had this you know why fire I am? brewing stand and you know why yeah. I am and obviously it worked on you, but it's almost worked on me like ten times. Like they make. Like, I see them in, like, targeted ads. Yeah. And they make shit that looks like real equipment. Yeah. You know sure. what I mean? I'm like, this is, is fucking it, is cool. Is it not real equipment? Though? No, it, 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 but it's, like, It is. Tiny. It is. Okay. What yeah. I'm saying is it, it They've also come a long way. The stuff they're making now is a lot different but than you know what they're I mean? making. I flip by their conicles. I'd be like, I wonder if they have ago. a three or four I could use for some fun. Oh, yeah. Yeah, definitely. And they were only at two barrels yeah, I mean, or down. They were awesome. And it's it's basically, uh, if I recall correctly, the same style of system that uh, Pipework started on. In okay. Chicago, like back oh, in cool. the like original Pipeworks, you know. What's the brand again? Psycho Brew. Okay. It's this direct fire brew stand, and basically, I, I had four pots on top of this brew stand, and it was two two barrel kettles and mash tuns. So I'd have to kind of stagger my brew day, where I would knock out, or I'd, I should say, I'd mash in two barrels of a mash, wait 25 minutes, mash in another two barrels on the other mash tun, and then just stagger my entire two two-barrel brew days to basically knock out of two kettles into a four-barrel uh, tank. Jesus. Well, so it was, was that a nine-hour day? Yeah, probably about that. Day. That's, yeah, yeah that's, that's actually about spot no, on. I've, I've about seen your day, efficiencies. Yeah. I, I see where you were getting it done. I can see that yeah. being a nine-hour day. Yeah. See, my problem with me is I'll walk into a room and that'll be a 13-hour day. <laughs> and I'll be like, you know, if you start number two through the middle of number one, we could shave yep. five fucking hours off yep. the back of this. Well done. I'm proud of you. Jerry. That's good. good job. Um. Yeah, we got there. So I wanted to say, so you did a pretty fucking major move in the middle of COVID, right? Expansion wise, and was yeah. that already like locked in before, or Trade did you, on the or were you confident enough through? Like, I don't think I'd have bought anything during COVID. Yeah, no, we knew early on, like pre-COVID, that if we were going to make kind of a, a move with our business, our goal was to start acquiring property as opposed to just continuing to lease something indefinitely and right. you know just going down this train of always having a bunch of different landlords and locations that we're just paying rent on. So we and knew the threat of everything moving on you sure, once you bolt sure. everything to the floor. Yeah, exactly. Because <laughs> um, that's been national for the last couple of years. Yeah, like yeah. Somebody moves into an undesirable neighborhood, uh, set up a brewery, and then all of a sudden it's million dollar homes yeah going everything up gets you. knocked down like yeah. one home will get knocked down two homes will get built on that plot of land and yeah. you know it's but, but, then but more importantly john per square foot. Yeah. Like, the thing nobody thinks about when they go like, oh, every brewery just walks into a warehouse space the first thing you have to do is rebuild the floor sure and once you've yeah. done that 
you've added value to the property. But it's now a purpose building. Yes. Yeah. And doing that again is fucking, yeah, you know I mean, what I mean? It's a like, massive sunk cost. There's, there's you know? no money you waste more when you're brewing than drains. <laughs> you're like, well, yeah. here's a bunch of drains I just gave some guy. Yep. Anyway, go yep. on. Yeah. yeah, so we you know, knew we wanted to buy a building. Um, it just so happened that we had kind of looked a few different properties pre-COVID. Nothing really worked out. Um, not that we were necessarily trying to do something in the middle of COVID, but a building. We Our, our backs were kind of up against the wall in that our original location our lease was coming up to an option year. Landlord, without you know, putting too much color behind this, wasn't necessarily an ideal landlord Fair <laughs> for enough. the past six years. It's not many. So I, I, yeah, we I, were I, looking. I've never heard, or very rarely have I ever heard on this show or anywhere where it's like, and our landlord is awesome. I love and our landlord. Say this. Yeah, well, because our yeah. our our warehouse never met facility, yeah. our the the place where we're producing the liquid right now, our landlord over there, he's incredible, like yeah. absolutely phenomenal landlord. So I couldn't say enough good about him. There you go, but John. Our Refute other it landlord, in the second. Perfect. That's <laughs> our original location landlord. Um, was it was never a good yeah right. never a good deal. So it was an option year with the lease, and uh, you know we saw the writing on the wall. It's like, well, we're either gonna go down and only having one tap room, or now's now's the time to make a move. And we is actually our landlord for our second location that had just bought a bunch of property close to our original location that we were getting ready to have okay. to leave. And he kind of offered us one of his properties um, that was right across the road from his development that he was building out. Oh, perfect. So we so bought it from him, and now we own it. And your customers are built in. Yep. Perfect. So it's awesome. So, yeah, it's just like a mile down the road from our original location in, in now, East Nashville. So I guess the next question I want to ask you is going to be long, so I'm going to do beer one, and then we'll come back to it. Okay. All right, so uh, what brings us together on Seal This Beer is a candid conversation of beer. Um, what it is, not yes. what we thought it would be, what it's doing, not what we hoped it would do, and how tasty it is, not how hard it was to get. Uh, to facilitate that, we drink blind out of opaque black glasses. Jared brought these, put them in the sock monkeys, which I haven't seen in two and a half years. Yeah, man. And, Brand uh, new sock monkeys. Oh, these, these are, are fresh sock these monkeys? These are Miami-specific... Nice. Sock monkeys. When I bought the these, ones, I bought like eight. Well, I don't know. Did Justin not take care of them? Justin flipped them on the secondary. Uh, <laughs> fucking Justin. Kids got to eat. Yeah. Um, and, and the worst part, he got a six pack of Leah for him. Yeah. Well. <laughs> the, uh, yeah. We we just had them fresh because the ones that were in the kit from pre-COVID, it's moldy. Like, yeah. Let's not. The little little yeast yeah. culture girl. Yeah. In there. Remember when we pulled out the headphones on the Allworth show and it was just that was funny. shedding. Yeah, shedding on us. Yeah, the, the socks didn't fare as well. So where where do you buy? You said you bought Amazon. these Amazon. Amazon.com. Oh, okay. Yeah. Amazon. I thought yeah. you like went to the sock monkey store down the road so, in Miami Beach. And, and not only that, but, but these sock monkeys, so they're just socks. Like you can wear them as socks. But you can also, there's instructions on the inside label where you can stuff them with, with things and make them into sock, sock monkey, monkey okay. dolls. Yeah. But right. more importantly, I, I felt it was important to not make people think they were drinking out of socks. <laughs> but there really is nothing better for obscuring cans and bottles than yeah, a sock. Than a so sock, we yeah. went with this. No, it's perfect. Yeah. It's, uh, uh, yeah. But here's our two and socks. Since you're our <laughs> guest, we didn't want you being like, really? Yeah. Fucking I mean, Timberlands? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> anyway. Um, my, my, my standards To facilitate low, the so conversations, we drink out of glass slippers. Anyway. I felt I had to rush into this because I feel like you're going to drink this beer faster than any beer today. Is this beer doing, making you just so happy? This beer is confusing me. 
Really? In a oh, good yeah. way. Why? In a good way. What's I'm, it got I'm, you? I'm enjoying the dankness off of it. There it is has some dank. Some like it's old a, school, it's a properly like dank, stinky, yeah. dank hop kind of thing. And at first I was like, oh, it's got this nice little herbal... Uh, Cezanne mixed firm no. kind of thing. No, that, I know. And then I immediately, like, after a couple of sips, was like, oh, all right, well, this right. is going to be a proper hazy um, in a way that I like, I think, because of the dankness. This feels to me like somebody made Torpedo with Pilsner malt instead of Pale Malt. Interesting. Um, okay. Like, the malt bill is so... There's no... There's, there's so little bitterness on this, though, and Torpedo is one of those... There's so little bitterness on this? Yeah. I'm gonna disagree with you. I'm not getting a ton I of bitterness. I love the how boil much house. color. Do you guys? I mean, obviously, I know what this beer is. Yeah, so I don't know like how much color you want me to add to the conversation. No, 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 no. not yet. No need. Yeah. Yeah. We'll okay. get you. All right. yeah. Okay. So the the hops are a bit light struck and they're very cooked. You don't think this has a big sixty minute addition? No. All right. No, I, I get it, it, the dankness aside. There is that juicy fruitness on the back end. Um, there's a little bit of funkiness that is different. Yeah, but that is de- that's the funkiness is different from the dank hops kind of thing, and it's it's I don't know. It finishes. There is bitterness on the finish, but there's not. It's not overwhelming, and it's no. not a yeah. Dude, you know how bitter this would have to be to overwhelm you and me. Like why? <laughs> why would you think I was talking about overwhelming not bitterness? Not necessarily though. I feel like it's got nice, decisive bitterness, but I am not. If I gave this but to it, somebody it, it, and they're like, "That's bitter," I'd be like, "Fair." You know what I mean? A lot I, of the I times, wouldn't, though, I wouldn't be like, "You're an idiot." Your the bitterness is comes way too low. <laughs> when I'm You've thinking about bitterness, <laughs> I'm thinking about it from the first sip uh, all the way through the end. This shows up ten seconds after the yeah. sip has, you know, gone but, down. But like my, a proper yeah. old school beer organization of hopping. Uh, there's, uh, there's. The fruity right. characteristics of the hops. No, I know. I'm just, I, like, I mean, I, I can, like I can definitely say that one yeah. of you are right. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Yeah, for it's sure. Him. <laughs> Not always. Um, the yeah, so, so the only thing I have is where these, where I'd critique it is I think it feels a tiny bit oxidized in process because a couple of the things don't link exactly to each other the way I'd hoped. Yeah. Um, but... Taken for its constituents, I like the way it drinks, and I imagined you would have like it. It really struck me as, oh, these are the IPAs John likes. It's funny that that that, that I'm wrong on that. I'm sorry. No, I. The thing is, he hasn't I said do, he doesn't like yeah, it. Yeah, no, but I you know what I mean. Like, 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 I suspected him to have a second sip and find just, out he needed more. Like, no, this, 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 this would be. I, I do have another can of this. If, so if we you were, like it, you know. if we were at the party last night and this IPA after I had been drinking oh, lagers yeah, I'd have had to carry you and lagers and when the lagers ran out, I would have been like, all right, this is a good move for me to go to, like as as the next the next Your resort. Your juicy fruit note has me kind of in a. It's kind of connected me to like a CBD oil kind of flavor. Okay. Like there's a hop, there's a weedy dank thing. It's brought me all the way back to dank. Yeah. Dank was your first word. It's, it's still And your there. juicy fruit yeah, has brought me end. fully back to this smells like yeah. when we used to make beers smell like street weed instead of boutique weed. Is there a hop here that, that you're really like gravitating towards one or two that you're thinking <laughs> maybe what, this? What's the oniony garlicky ones that you like Summit. so much? Oh, yeah. no, not Summit. He eats what? What's what's the? So I like Amarillo for okay. for those things and Galaxy for sure. Um, but it's 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 how you hop, right? If you, yeah. if you throw tons and tons and tons of any New World hop, 
in at with two points before terminal, you'll pick up those onion yeah. flavors. So that's that's not to give it away. Anyway. No, I know. I'm suspecting. So here's the thing. I'm suspect not that I'm getting mosaic, but because of your juicy fruit thing, I'm suspecting it's mosaic. All right. Yeah. Because you mean, always do that. Yeah. Um, you've had this before. I have. Okay. What's it doing for mm. you right now? So I, I, I love this beer. Um, this mm. beer is kind of, I'd say, a pretty big influential beer for me. It's nice. Like growing up in, in being into craft beer as a consumer yeah. long before uh, – you know, you went pro. Yeah, before, before you saw it as a unique business opportunity to yeah. destroy your life and yeah. wealth. Yeah. <laughs> exactly, <laughs> exactly. So yeah, I've been drinking this. Beer I love for drinking beer. I hate having money and sleep. So <laughs> yeah. I think exactly. How can I make my family really angry? <laughs> I've got a great plan. Anyway, go on. Yeah. let's reveal it. Right, yeah. we've written. Yeah, okay, yeah. you want to reveal we, it? We would clearly drink this together All often. Right. Yes. So this is. If you want me to say it, or if y'all want to oh. read it. Columbus, Columbus yeah. Brewing, Columbus Brewing, out of obviously Columbus, Ohio. I don't Ohio. know this beer. Uh, what do you know thing, about it? Funny thing about this beer, right off the rip, uh, it's called, it's called Columbus it. IPA. There is no no Columbus. no Columbus in this that I'm aware of. <laughs> uh, pretty sure they used to not put hops because when I was a home brewer, this was one of my go-to beers, and I always wanted to try and clone this. And I don't think they used to put any ingredient information on the website, but I was looking it up uh, the other day this week, and they do list the hops on their website now. Okay. Columbus was not listed. All right. Um, but, you know, it's, it's made by Columbus Brewing Company. I don't know. I don't think I've ever had this. Me either. 6.3? Six, six, yeah, 6.3 or 6.5, I think. Yeah, six, so I'm three. very um, comfortable in the idea that this is a pale ale clone yeah. with, uh, with the wrong malts. <laughs> I, yeah, I don't know anything about this brewery. Tell us about it, man. It. Yeah. Uh, so I'm glad yeah. you love it. Is, yeah. is it Columbus, Ohio? Yeah, Columbus, Ohio. Okay. Yeah, so I'm, I'm from Ohio. Right on. Um, you know, I lived in Columbus <laughs> for two years. So. When was that? Uh, 93 oh, and 4. Okay. I'm an old man. Got it. But <laughs> I, I, f- I made the mistake of falling in love with a girl who was in her senior year at OSU for the okay. two years I lived gotcha. in Ohio with her. Gotcha. <laughs> um, yeah, I... I didn't grow up in Columbus. I lived there for a couple of years, so I moved to Nashville. But um, right out of college, kind of when I was legally able to drink beer, um, enjoying craft beer, started home brewing. Mm. And this beer has, since I have been a craft beer fan, has always been available on the shelf everywhere you go in Columbus, Ohio. Always fresh, always just amazingly priced, and it has been one of my go-to beers for as long as I So you think it's remember. just Cascade? What are the hops? So it, you were right with Mosaic. Yeah. Uh, they, so they list Mosaic, Citra, Simcoe, and Centennial. So Simcoe's the other thing. Simcoe, I'm, yeah. Uh, Simcoe I, and Centennial are the old schoolness. I was surprised you didn't say Simcoe. Like, I, just hearing the descriptors you were yeah, saying yeah, with yeah, the no, dank no, and yeah. kind of, but... Um, but, and that's a West Coast thing for sure, but is I, you know what I think it is? I think Simcoe plus Centennial is Cascade to me. Yeah, Not to I, be a dick, fair. you know that's what I mean? Fair. They become yeah. that thing. I love, I love Centennial. I don't use a whole lot of Simcoe at Southern Grist. Um, Neither. It's I, not, I, not really a hop that... I feel like some of the... Um, some of the, the beers I've had recently with Simcoe, I really like, but kind of early on when I was a craft you know beer drinker, Let me ask I you this. I, like think that, I think this is funny. Um, okay. I think... So... Even if you know it until you've done it for a bit, which we both now have, I don't think you learn the ebb and flow of certain things, especially hops. Sure. So when I started in 11, so when I, st- I started in 10, right? We sure. opened in 11. Yep. Citra was a new hop. 
I fell in love with it because the Trog brothers threw it into something. I threw it in a boat and dub and was like, all right, so yeah. this is the hop that connects all these yeah. things I've been trying to put together. And I went. You said 2011? Yeah. That was like Zombie Dust. 10, 11. First, yeah, I think yeah. 2010 was the first year for Zombie right. Dust, and that was my introduction to like yeah, so all Citra. I, right, so I was Blown at, away. I was at Trogues, and they do their scratch batches, yeah. and they had done a oh, scratch yeah. for Philly Beer Week. And as it was explained to me, just drinking in the Trogues tasting like, it's this new hop called Citra, and we were trying to be funny, so we called it Citra of Brotherly Love, and we made a pale ale with all this new hop called Citra. Sure. So this is probably nine or ten right and i'm like all right so that's the thing and then jesse and i brew um boat with citra in it because i come home I'm like jesse i found it put this in and, da, 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 and citra connects it and that makes it yeah but so we went full in on citra and because of that have always had a contract I've always been ahead of it we get to pick our batches and throw sure. out what we don't like so we've yep. managed to stay ahead of our citrus but i remember like a three or four year run where it had the apex of its popularity and they hadn't planted enough to catch up yep. where it started showing its onioniness. We were just talking about that where it started showing its onioniness more on people. And if you couldn't pick your lots, yeah. What, you know what, what I mean? And what then, year was that that you started noticing that? I would say 14, 15, 16. Okay. Yeah. And then, so I guess what I'm saying is I feel like Simcoe had the same thing where yes. all of a sudden it was like, Oh, well, if you want to make it smell like weed, sure. fucking put Simcoe in it. Yep. And there was like, and now Simcoe, because there's enough of it, or people have been so drawn away by Strata yeah. that we st- that now Simcoe's back to being a properly yeah. managed field. I yeah, I think Simcoe is one of those hops that, you know, I think I used to joke early on like, oh, if Southern Grass puts out a beer with Simcoe. That's that's basically a way like a cry for help type of situation right like sit, call the fbi um now now we kind of say that about roush beer but um you have blasphemy. to make a roush beer ah, fucking blasphemy man yeah you know i, I man, made seven am, roush beers this year that's disgusting no what the, so much what fun wrong he likes you? making money what oh my he likes making no, money please don't you like having a lot on, of inventory he doesn't make yes, money yes, he I, doesn't make money but he likes making he, money i like no, to he's not, just able to like look in his cold room every morning and be like oh we have a lot of beer looks still full i don't have to worry we don't have to make beer i'm ahead of the curve we can sell seven roush beers augie we're completely augie we're completely out of boat and dub i just looked at the fridge and there's six pallets of beer there it's that fucking roush beer <laughs> in Nashville, there is a beer named Sue. Yeah, oh, that stop. is a, that is a Rauk beer. Oh no, it's no. Let's not call it. Sure, that. it is. It's got. It's a. I mean, it's a. Okay, I love that beer. Okay. In you know, for for what it is, I'm. Personally, it's a nine percent Rauk beer. It's a smoked porter. It's an imperial porter. But with a with a. Do you know what the word Rauk means? Yes, but yeah. Rauk beer as a style, like I'm, I'm gonna and separate. Like, I think I think Linus has been making that beer since style. like 2005. Yeah, and it is a, a flagship of or I, a regular one. I so. respect that beer so much. I'm personally adverse to smoke and liquid. It's the same reason I'm not a big mezcal fan. I'm not a Scotch fan. Okay. Um, <laughs> Woo! I love your reaction to Woo. drinking beer number two. Woo. I fucking love beer number two. No, I'm 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 into it. I just like. I feel like it's like what dessert flavored beers tasted like before we put dessert into dessert flavored beers. Like it's before we actually started just, but it's like flan and creme brulee and all those pretty. Yeah, who's the Canadian brewery? All those little burnt sugar um, things. Not La Fin du Unibrew. Like Unibrew used to do. Like here's our fig inspired quad. Yeah. Uh, like back in the day, like oh yeah, they used to do like the Trader Joe's holiday beers that, that came out of that brewery, and I loved those. 
Uh, it's, yeah. I'm, I maybe because we're on our third show and I'm at that point where <laughs> I have feel, to start making better decisions. Nope. But so, this thing is just making me feel like like oatmeal cookies. You know what I mean? Like warm yeah, oatmeal cookies. I love, that. I love that descriptor. This this one, I'll admit, I'll say without giving anything away, is I, I wanted this to be just as much of an experience for myself as it is for y'all. So the do first you, one do I you gave know you, this? have you had this? I have, but it. So this actually came from like my cellar. I'm using oh, I'm wow. using air quotes because it's so you, you know, checked a the closet. bag. Uh, yes, I brought both of these with me because I wanted to make sure I was... Uh, wow. I, I, I thought you would have pole-boated them here from Nashville. Isn't <laughs> yeah. that how you get to Miami yeah, from Nashville? Right, really? Yeah, I think much. the Cumberland you goes straight, straight to South together. Beach. You don't just yeah. log eight, uh, lash eight logs <laughs> together and <laughs> float downstream exactly. to Miami. I mean, apparently um, Winslow Sawyer was on the show, and he just went to a CVS that apparently has Orval. So no like, you could have no, just... That's no. completely it's not true. Nope. John is conflating a wonderful joke we made what will now be four weeks ago. I'm on a... I'm on, you know, beer number six. He's on beer number go. six, and he's he's turned go. from journalist to poet. Yeah, <laughs> it's my favorite part of every episode. That's great. But anyway, um, uh, so yeah, yeah no, so I've I've had this beer. It's just been a very very long time. Uh, this is again kind of an inspirational beer for me as an early craft beer consumer. But man, this, I probably can we, wait wait can this we, in yeah. five years. Can, so, but here's what I want to say to you, and and good. So. I always worry when I start a sentence like this that it'll be mean to what we're doing now because okay. I like what we're doing now. Like I, I'd never want to be mean to all these fun, hey, they make you feel good and the fucking world needs to feel good sure. beers. Let's feel good. But I feel like there's, whether intentionally or by rote of your tradition or something, but I feel like this leading into that is the right play because yeah. the things that made this a kind of 2000 and... Six to 2010 flavor to me. The yeah. IPA, yeah. The IPA, but yeah. also for for its good and bad, for its for its little missing disjoints, its its janky system figuring sure. to it. Into this as a same fucking thing, but slower considered time. Yeah. yeah. Careful oxidization, not unintentional oxidization. Yep. Things like that. Like, but I feel like this set me up to really fucking love the things this is doing right like yeah yeah i'm the oatmeal cookie note is a nice one there's mm -hmm. definitely molasses and there's a sweet do you not eat as much flan and creme brulee as me no like this feels I mean, like I, I get this creme brulee but, character but when you if they've made the creme brulee right and it's just like this vanilla yolky thick there's, sweet custard under an angrily burned sugar. Like, if you yeah. broke the sugar off a of creme brulee and ate it alone, you'd hate it. Because sure. it's a scorch, and it's mean. Yeah. But when you tether it with all that silkiness and vanilla and all that, that's what I feel like here. Like, there's some part in here that's keeping this sexy because of this one little burnt note that's quick, like, yeah, there's, doesn't there's stick around. There's a lot of enough. caramelization in this, yeah. and it's yeah. funny. So last last night, I was hanging up in Fort Lauderdale with the Invasive Species guys, and uh, they pulled out this thing. They called it's it great the, for the beer spike. Brewery which I had never heard or seen this. They said it's a European thing, but he pulls out like a torch and he starts torching the hell out of this steel rod. And then once you torch it for like a minute and get it real hot, yeah. you put it in a beer yeah. and it makes it foam up. Yeah, it turns yeah, the yeah, foam yeah, really yeah. hot and it like caramelizes all the sugars that are, you know, the residual sugars in the beer. And you like take, drink it real fast, get this, this hot foam with this cold beer. It's, it was so freaking fun. 
Uh, and it's crazy. Cause God I'm, I'm damn getting, it. <laughs> are you going to Fort Lauderdale tonight now? <laughs> um, no, I'm getting, gonna... I was on my best behavior till that sentence. Oh, <laughs> what, are you going to be mad now? Or I'm going to go be, do that go and yeah, end exactly, up losing yeah. my weekend. Yeah, like, exactly. I have to experience so, that. I was bringing that Wait, up so because we're, so I'm we're getting, getting a lift to Fort Lauderdale. Is that what you're saying? Fuck me! Sorry, yeah, like, uh, there's no way I can't the find Bitcoin one of those in Miami. It's finally like a three hundred dollar lift ride. There's no You'll way I fine. can't find one of those in Miami. Just um, relax. But there are characters of that that caramelization Maillard reaction type thing that happens with that beer spike that I had in a black lager last night that I'm getting out of yeah. this beer right now because of that. You know what? That, yeah, that's where your head's at. Talking about it's really cool. Very very neat. So just to be clear, what you've done is quadruple decocked. Yeah. Your lager, sure. like however many, however many decoction phases they did in the brewery, you decided one more was yeah, what that exactly. beer needed. Yep. There is that, but, but that would be so fun to do, like to like a Salvatore or something. Yeah, so like you know, fuck, sure. that would be fun. Yeah. So we were doing it last well, night. Well, like, Bachfest happens they, every year at Shells, and they no, and they do the hot poker in the beer. Yeah, it's, it's were, every it's yep. the second Saturday of it's the second Saturday of February every year in New Ulm, Minnesota. Wait, in the finished beer you're consuming, or yes. are they just doing the rock thing? No, like in the finished beer that you're consuming, you get a mug of Bach, and they have these. Uh, uh, campfires and, and bonfires all around the property with fire tenders who have pokers and you walk up with your mug and they pull it out and they stick it in your beer and that caramelization happens and it's 14 degrees in New Ulm, Minnesota in the outdoors in February. The no, key here is the chug of the hot right. foam cold beer. Well, so that's is, what made it sexy to like, me. Yeah. It, the foam, Does it make the, it go the, down the faster? The first one yeah. I did, the foam, like, I'm not going to say it burnt my, my upper lip, but it definitely, it, it, it was hot. You okay. were there. It was hot. Yeah. I was like, oh, shit. This yeah. is a little that's, that's I want to do that with that Java um, Bach I make. Yeah, so they were doing it with, you know, anything that had dark malts in it, which at the time yesterday was a black lager and a barrel-aged imperial stout. Both those were incredible, but then yeah. so I'm like, all right, all right, Josh. Yeah, yeah let's want, try with. The, I want to do it with the hazy IPA, your vanilla ice cream sour. Did you? We started doing it and realized that it just did absolutely nothing for those. Like it, it needs the <laughs> dark roasty malts to like really have yeah. an, an impact. Yeah. And, there is. And instead, we were just drinking like hot hazy IPA, and it was pretty gross. But yeah, because because uh, <laughs> gross. I mean, I mean, their IPAs are incredible, but yeah, not but, when they're but not when not when you've quickly not when you, <laughs> not when you've infernoed them. Yeah. Um, that's because that's what we've done in the last five years: is yeah. take Bastardize all barley everything. out of IPA. Yeah, <laughs> right? yeah. Like, but there, you know, you in, could in, do, you could probably do that with even if it was an all pale. You could probably do it with grist. a Ralph beer, and you guys would like it a lot. Yeah, you know? we're we're clearly about to do like it with pieces of wood. <laughs> um, I would go get some hickory, yeah. get it nice and red. There you go. Yeah. Stick it into uh, what was my last yeah. last make John shut up. This beer needs more tannins. Pilsen? What should we do? Let's just yeah. throw a flaming Can't piece of wood in it. The I'm in. I'm game. <laughs> I'm game. Get like it'll be like a fancy thing. Be like this was a Merlot vine before oh, we torched it and stuck <laughs> it in your fucking beer. Let's just start lighting everything we can on fire and putting it into beer. I mean, Listen, cra- I mean that's basically the world. That's just basically so, the wait, world. Just so you know, that's where craft beer was before Hazy's. Sure. Let's just light it on fire. And fuck that. All right. No, here's the thing, right? (laughs) Calagione, 15 years ago, made himself even more famous by creating the Randall. Oh, yeah. We need a Randall where you pass your beer through fire. I don't know how it is. It needs to be a negative vacuum chamber. 
but you pass your beer through fire. Just so you know, fire doesn't exist in a negative vacuum chamber because there's no air in a negative don't vacuum chamber. Don't tell me something can't be done. A lot of don't tell me something can't be done. No, it until can be done, done, John. You just have to sort out in science. Fission. Science. Fine. Yeah. Science. Fine. No, sir. You have to I'm sort gonna, out fusion. I'm going to get to the lab. The only fire that exists in a vacuum back. is fusion. Okay. And we haven't figured that out as a race I, yet. Can I can't dispute kind of, that, but you said it. But if anybody's going to do it, I'm 100 going along with you. But if anybody's going to do it, but if anybody's going to do it, it's Sean Hall. Yeah. Um, God, I fucking love I want this a beer. Randall for fire. I just want. So, so I, I love that you love this beer. Wait, yeah. we have one or two more episodes. Right? We have one more here, and then, and then allegedly. Because I feel like the move is just to keep sipping this, let this roll for four hours. Like if I rush <laughs> this beer, I'm gonna get bombed. But yeah. I don't want to stop yeah, drinking that, it. Okay, it's a valid, valid worry. Um, there's a neat little almond liqueur thing that is popping up for okay. me. Originally, I was getting raisins. Let, let me let me interrupt. So let me interrupt for a second. No, there, is there is there, please, is by there all means. any is this adjuncted or is this a real beer? Uh, you do you want me to answer this? Yes, I just want a yes or this no. This is a because, real beer. Okay. Yeah. So, so that's what I'm hoping. Ingredients. That's what I'm hoping. But as all right. I would, keep I would adding also all this shit we're love tasting. To know, like, if we're right. in the spelling bee right now, what's the country of origin? It's it's Belgium. Got to be Belgium. Okay. Got to be. But. Okay. Or to Augie's or, point, or or it's Northern California. I understand okay. where Augie There's is no coming from. There's no way Vinny could have made this beer with this because <laughs> yeah. Yeah. if it's a four ingredient beer, when we've had these conversations, it has always been these really nice quads or these really nice Belgian strongs where the candy sugar really starts to like mess around and do some fun stuff, and we know that this is aged a little bit, yeah. and so for me, like, but this could even be a really perfect British barley wine. Like there's a little uh, bit of acidity in there. So. There's that little tiny bit of acidity that makes me love. It's not treacly enough to be Hardee's, mm-hmm. but the acidity is there. I don't know. If, oh well. No. Jump anyway, in. hold on. No, but, jump in. Yeah. yeah. No. Well, so yeah. We can reveal the beer. Okay, we should yeah. reveal the beer because yeah. this is definitely love fest. But but all I'm going to say before we reveal it is. So there's a show. There's an episode where somebody brought us a Vesti, like a proper okay. Westerlaven, and if you listen you to call it, it Vesti. Yeah. Okay. Don't you? It was wearing its nice. If, if you've been to a couple parties with him, he asks you to call him Bestie. But um, <laughs> again, but, uh, I don't go to those parties. You should. I'm not offered. Fun. Not, I'm They're not fun. offered designer drugs, and I don't <laughs> go to the parties you, you, with vests. Just, just walk up to the door. The code word is: I need some Southern Cal. Uh, what's it called? South Beach Boom Boom. What were you saying? <laughs> <laughs> what was it you needed? <laughs> anyway, whatever well, that always, was. Yeah. Um, but I, I, guess, I guess we're saying so, Welcome so, to the John so gets the divorced of, episode. Yeah. But the fun part of having no idea what you're doing, but the problem of the current phase where we're allowed to and yeah. do add all these things we're saying, but the Westerlaven was five, six years ago, and all of our notes, all of our notes were the like, arts. it tastes like they yeah. added. And it wasn't a world yeah. where we believed they might have. Sure. We, the whole fucking 10 minutes about there is. It tastes like they put prunes in this. Yeah. It tastes like they put cinnamon in this. A lot of it's freaking recency bias because we're so, in the world we live in, in the craft beer industry, you're, you're used to tasting something and being like, oh, clearly oh, that thing that was in. put in the beer. And as opposed the, to like, no, right. all these flavors can be byproducts of fermentation. But and you like got to be patient. You got to be taught. Yeah. You got to sip like this. Um, but yeah, every everything... And and again, as young brewers, there's nothing wrong with fucking around to add these flavors. Sure. These flavors I mean, clearly as long belong as you're self-aware, here, yeah. right? That's that, that's what it all comes down to for me. Is like when we make some of these new things and we're putting the pastries in the beer and doing all these weird shit. It's like, yo, be self-aware. If, um, know if, where you came from. Know what the roots no, are with craft it beer. And also, just like, don't pretend like you're a master. Well, also, also, also but wait, person. also, but Hang just on. to finish, oh, okay. just to tie that up. But also, that's don't forget that if you're a yeah. if you're a 
two, four, six, eight, ten, twelve, fifteen year brewery and you're paying all your new bills and all your new like equipment, you're doing you don't have the time and patience of a fucking seven hundred year old Belgian warehouse sure, to be yeah. like, No, this doesn't get good for twelve months, so we'll wait twelve months. So you, that's where the inspiration to force the issue comes sure. from. Sure. All right. right. Before you do the reveal, five years ago when you had this beer. Yeah. What has it done since then, if you can remember? So this, and I, I will say this is a, an older vintage of the beer. So I would also now, I kind of wish we were drinking what this beer is like being released today. So we could try like, sure. the cellared version versus the, the fresh release. So fucking, there's a little bit of oxidation there. It's this actually is why a little, you should have a cellar, though. Yeah. And yeah, it's funny because most of most of my cellar is just filled with cream ale. So. <laughs> like coffee, like ten percent coffee cream ale. No, no. he hates my no. beers. Oh no. come on! No, no. it's three. Uh, per, it's three percent cream ales. Gotcha. Uh, I, I mean, I have. I have What's some your favorite vintage? I have some really beautiful two thousand twos right now that <laughs> yeah. I think are really just. Uh, yeah, uh, another five years. We definitely didn't make to Canoe in 2002, yeah, so stop it's lying. It's not yours. <laughs> yeah, I'd say my Your just, favorite just, 3% cream ale has your fucking picture on the label, just, you fuck. I just buy racks <laughs> of Jenny every year and just lay them down yeah, just it. to see what they'll do. Yeah. It's like me with, uh, what's, uh, with what's Garrett's Marriage basic Parfait. stuff. Oh, uh, Black Ops, yeah. <laughs> no, not Black Ops, it's basic yeah. one. So, I mean, obviously, I'm, I'm trying to think back to drinking this years and years ago. I feel like it's a little bit uh, thinner. The body is, I is a little thinner than yeah. I remember. Um, again, I think that's also just a statement on where craft beer is today and what I'm used to drinking that's not this. Fair um, enough. But you also don't forget what you're already saying because a lot of what's making this so sexy to me, especially right now, is all of the fruits of the dried versions yeah. of themselves. And that comes from the thinness sure. and the yeah. age. You know what yeah, I mean? Like, like the apricots in here are dried. Right. The figs in here are prunes, you know what I mean? Or I'm sorry, the plums in here are prunes. Like, you know what I mean? Like, the, there's this beautiful dried fruit thing to it that yeah. comes from waiting. Sure. You know what I mean? All right. Yeah. No, All I right. Mean, you want to do the? Yeah, let's do the reveal. This is a 2014 uh, Cuvée Van de Kaiser <gasps> Blau. So y'all were pretty much spot on when it came to like Belgian dark strong ale. Yeah. Um, or you got you guys were picking up on some of the oxidation. That's an older vintage. Bit. Yeah. Um, I used to. I, I don't know. I used if to have one ever had this. We've oh never really? Had this. I've oh, never had man. this in my life, so we've never. Had so this was one show. again, just this. one of my OG craft beer nerd like loves when it came to bigger. It's darker so bites. funny it's, the regionality so is, though. Like I wonder if we just don't have a good importer of this by us because this is not the kind of beer I would have missed in the twenty five sure. years I've been yeah. drinking beer. Uh, I used to. My goal. Uh, early on um, in Nashville, just, you know, as a craft beer nerd, was to always have, like, a full vertical of this beer. I would literally go to the store and buy three to six bottles of whatever vintage they have. I still have a 2007 um, at my house that I'll open one day. I don't Dude. know why right. I'm waiting. But, but if, it, if it's aging, so, and then you run the the risk of the cliff, but if it's oh, aging this well, it's it's like for a kid's graduation or something. I mean, like, this I'm is more a excited. Really good I am more excited beer. about my 2007 Cuvée Van de Kaiser Blau than I am my like 2018 freaking barrel aged stout with vanilla cake and. Well, Swiss so rolls let me ask you that yada yada. because so I so John just this, set a trap got, for you. He just showed oh, okay. me this, which would clearly cool. make my hair stick up. Your yeah. <laughs> strawberry banana shortcake melted, melted snow cone. Yeah. Just You're, so you know, there's no such thing as a strawberry banana shortcake snow cone. There's so no it can't such, melt. There, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, 
so you grew up appreciating and trying to make the like, like having these verticals in your house sure. so that you can see what you're doing. Which are you oh, making sorry. are you making beers that one day the beer fan who's coming up can vertical your beers because strawberry banana really. melted snow cone bullshit is not necessarily going to I'm sure it's delicious. But what what how do you know it doesn't age well? There isn't one that's a year could, old. Because I'm, because I'm right. It's verticals, but it's monthly verticals. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I have every Tuesdays. Right. It's an ad, it's an advent calendar of yeah. melted snow cone beers. Um, but you just shook your head, so you're not making those beers. No, not not really. I mean, we do a lot of barrel aged stouts. Most of them get adjuncted. I think you know, aging an adjuncted stout is just there's there's no point to it. Uh, okay. I've done it. Yeah, I have tons of adjuncted stouts I'm sitting on at home for absolutely no reason. Okay. Some of the stouts that we release are blends that are unadjuncted. Uh, we keep an on-site like vintage bottle list that keep all of our bottles properly stored. There have been a lot of beers that we've saved for that that we end up dumping and just being mm. like, well, yeah. cool, we just held on to five cases of this barrel-aged stout with all these adjuncts and there's, mm. there's no reason we should be selling this. I fell for that but too. I did some, that too. Some of them are still that, okay yeah. and then there's a lot that are unadjuncted that can they be aged? Yes. Is it making it a significantly better beer? You know, I'm not going to say yes or no. I think beauty's in the eye of the beholder on that one. Cute. But it's at least doing something to the beer that's not necessarily objectively making it flawed. Okay. And so for those reasons, we're like, okay, this is pretty cool. Now, to do a vertical, yeah. no. I mean, we're not, we don't even release like really the same beer ever. You know, a, a, a vertical is like the same beer every single year. We yeah. do that. We've, we've yeah. never done. No, I, I know you do. You know, something that could even be considered the same beer year yeah. over year. So. Actually, that we should touch on that. Like, well, now that I'm in this comfortable space, but yeah, you've done 900 fucking beers. Uh, yeah. So our in how long? We've just had our sixth anniversary. So that's 150 years. Yeah. Huh? So we actually didn't. It's even funny have how the <laughs> strong elves put me right in quick math, even though I'm sure that was wrong. <laughs> oh, you were close enough. Um, that's always, three a week. Yeah. Always confident. Uh, yeah. So yeah. Our, the first basically five years of our existence we never had um a core or like a flagship no, wait, style beer let's let's go back to the earlier part okay. of this conversation when you were in a two and a half barrel system and flipping two a day mm -hmm. you were dropping it was three a week or did, was, the was there same, a sweet oh, spot yeah. where you ramped up in your you know what i mean where you had enough vessels to really no, fuck especially, around especially especially back when we were starting you know out and i was brewing four barrel batches it was always every single batch i brewed was a different beer now, one thing that I've That's always, like the dream, though. Uh, I like, mean, that's what I wanted to yeah, do. Jersey I, wouldn't I, let me. I have always said the day, like when I you know, put a business plan together with my partners, and uh, from the early days I've said, look, if I have to walk in every day and push the pale ale button on the brewing system, it's no longer, like, it's, it's, it's just a job at that point. It's not fun. I'm not being creative. I'm not getting to do all this fun, exciting stuff that, like, I get to wake up every morning and actually be excited driving to work at a brewery. I just don't want to make the same beer over and over and over. And yeah, yeah, okay, we do have some core beers today, but they get made once every two to three weeks as opposed to, you know, right. twice every They're single day. The, you're not. So it's, it's one of those things that early on, I what I relied heavily on, and I still do, is what we call our series, right? So I have a, a, our fruited kettle sour series is the hill series. Every beer, it's like blah, 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 hill. So... Yeah, it's every single time we release it, there's different fruits or marshmallows or whatever, in, you know, adjunct goes into that. Different marshmallows? <laughs> Little ones, well, big ones, Well, there's the, the white ones, the yeah. rainbow-colored <laughs> ones, you know. Um, but so each, each like one that gets animals. released is a different beer, but 
it's not like I'm right, having right. to sit down, but, come up with a brand new beer so, recipe every single so time. We're, we're playing with different adjuncts and fruits. I know et exactly what you're saying <laughs> yeah. because so hey, we're we're doing our COVID protocol. Oh. Where uh, they're going to open up the bar they're soon. So they're the bar. So they're, I they're thought that was like all, pesticide or yeah, something no, they're, they're at first. They're killing so we're all the fruit flies that are at die. the bar you right now. You can't kill the bugs that live in Miami, man. <laughs> no. That's, that's, that's an old invasive truth. Invasive species. Yeah, yeah, yes. yeah. You can try to kill them with the hot but, um, poker. Yeah. But, I guess what, but I guess what I say is, so, so that's kind of what I've tried to do. Because at our size. Yeah, I mean, because you guys definitely kind of what I was bitching about. Your 10% cream ale, right? That's a similar base. But that's one of those I had no choice. But the ones I did have a choice on, I was like, look. I like fucking around with hazies. I want to make hazies. I want to make them sure. interesting. But I don't want to just be like, oh, I put, you know, I put three bags of Amarillo in this one instead of four, sure. so it's a totally different beer. So what I did was come up with a few cycles I like to limit my exercise to, and I just do one every other month. of like, yep. So this one's all about the oils, this one's all about the yeast, this cool. one's all about this, and those become the cycles, and you change the hoppings and the malts. And, yeah. and I'll, instead of writing my little, you know, Augie bullshit, you know, I was walking through a meadow and saw John Hall standing in the ocean with dolphins <laughs> and decided I needed to have a dolphin beer. Yeah. You know what I mean? So I just try to give the people that cycle, but I, like you're saying, like, I would like to find the meadow next to the ocean. Really? Have you never been to Provence? Um, anyway. No. <laughs> I'll take you there, job. It's right. wonderful. I know but, you're, you're making a point. So, no, but what, but I'm, say, I, what yeah. I'm saying is that there's a point where you need to connect with people. Like you can't, either that or you're just making Citra Hazies yeah. every time, and everybody's like, oh, this is just your new Citra Hazy. Yeah. You know what I mean? So, so, or I guess Simcoe Hazy. Um, which would be horrible. <laughs> but uh, Don't knock it till you try it. Don't can, say that. Can, can I jump back to something? Because yeah. you were talking about some of the imperial stouts that you're making that you go back and you taste them a couple years later and like they're just not holding yeah. on in the same way. And I think that there's been a trend in recent years where, you know, even like Goose puts out like, you know, the, the base beer of Bourbon County every year where sure. it's like, oh, you can do a vertical. And they tried that a couple years ago for the variants that didn't sell in the previous years. Hang on. There's but, so many imperial stouts that are being made mm -hmm. where there could be verticals that are, that are done. On this show, in the past, when we have had a beer like this that has some age on it, and you and I, Augie, have the exact same reaction. Yeah, we do this every time. Where we are just gobsmacked just, by it. Just this is the type, these are the, the Belgian strong ales, which do not sell. Like, no, which not at all. nobody is interested in. No. But, like, I would love to see breweries just start making them for the sole purposes of laying them down just sure. to but see I what they do. I think there's a wrinkle. I think there's a wrinkle in process. Okay. And this is, again, just an Augie Carton idea coming from cooking instead of coming from brewing. Sure. But I suspect there's a part of the flavors, these certain Belgians that connect with us come from a direct fire system. Okay. I feel like so there's a caramelization of yeah. 100%. their whole it's process. Be there. Okay. The, but well, what I'm saying is we can't buy entire systems. Didn't you have a I would small little... To make an yeah. Abbey's worth of... Yes, yeah, but, but didn't we argue, start off by talking about his direct fire small can, barrel yeah, system? Yeah, and I have one too. I call it the tippy, but it only makes... You know, like, yeah. the, there's just... Yeah. Cool. It's like an old tippy start, dump system. Start making yeah, yeah, it now yeah, exactly. yeah. and... Let me drink it in ten so, years. So no, that's so. Here's here's my my bigger issue. I think with the reason you're not seeing this today is like these beers have hundreds of years 
right, of brewing tradition behind them. And what do you think, I have no idea, but, you know, back in whenever this brewery started, 1800s probably, their first 20 or 50 batches of this, de- of this beer might have sucked pretty bad. Sure. I don't think that I could sit down one day and say, I am going to write a Belgian strong dark, air, dark ale recipe that Fucking I'm going to be able to dark ale makes you say words funny. <laughs> that Here's I am thing. going to be able to. No, no, I don't to like your lack of confidence. I'm, I'm going to put no, fire in a negative I'm vacuum. I'm you can do a Belgian strong <laughs> ale. You, you're and, definitely yeah. not starting a fire in a vacuum. I, I, you know, <laughs> do I think we could make? Don't tell me I can't. Do I think fly. we could make a Belgian strong dark ale and it be solid? Yes. Do I think it could be something that is like this and something that we can lay down? And release over the yeah, course of, of course ten years. Could. I just, man, I, no, I, I, I believe don't, in you. I don't have the confidence. No, but that here's it, the thing. Here, here's, I guess, anything what I'm close to I mean, what you in get. Fairness, out of these no, guys couldn't you know, do graham crackers, strawberry snow cones. <laughs> allow me to do the thing I haven't done. In, if they did, they probably suck. In three episodes now, <laughs> they right. would. They would not I'm, like I'm, you. I'm so experienced with melted snow cone smoothie beers. Way, I have way more experience. There's than something about the southern culture that really teaches you how to layer sweet. A ninth generation Belgian brewer. Let me tell you a little bit something about snow cones. Which graham crackers are you using, bro? Wrong. It's got to be honey made. Nobody, nobody, everybody knows Pathmark's better than Honeymade. It's the same factory. Anyway, um, what what haven't you done in three shows? Talk about wine. Wine. And and what I'm going to say is, here's your problem. There is just just the generational nature of wealth. There's the fact that nobody that's 28 today is ever going to buy a house. There's so much advantage to having done something for so long that you can do it cheaply that lets you be more patient, be more tolerant, be more whatever. And what I'm talking about is American wine versus French wine. There's no American wine that the vintner sits on for 12 years till it's perfect. There's thousands of Europeans. There's Lopez de Heredia in Spain. There's, you know, all the houses of Burgundy with their Grand Cru. Like, eh, I feel like it needs another year in barrel, and they'll just fucking wait because sure. they've owned that property since their great 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 grandparents, and they don't need to generate cash now. So I guess what I'm saying is, you and I, like, there's fifty thousand fucking beer podcasts this day, and there's only two assholes that like Belgian strong ales when they show up. Yeah, like you, you've got to stop asking those of us that are in our first five years to figure out how to do this. What I, you want to do? I'm amazed that you of all people are telling no, me not to do be it. selfish. No, I can do it because <laughs> I don't need to make money. Yeah, but like, what you need to do is convince. We need to convince the people that do do it, Tommy and Vinny and fucking Ken that they need to start the American dark ale tradition because they can afford to wait for fucking 10,000 gallons of liquid. Yeah. They can afford to get it in the right hands and build the tradition we can build on. All but three right of now, them are Patreons, right so they listen regularly. Right so now it's listen super in. daring to make a lager because it takes six weeks instead of two. Sure. And you're asking us to make beers that take at least a year. Yep. But not you know only I mean? is it, I am. not is it, is, is it that this beer takes a year, but it's also, you know, we're talking about verticals and vintages and really making this beer better over time. So I'm even less concerned about how this beer is going to taste in one year. I'm concerned about brewing it the best way for it to taste in six years. Sure. I, and I'm not going to know what tweaks to make to the beer until six years go by. It's like, well, this fell off a cliff. So now I need to go make a tweak 
figure it out. Oh, and then six more years from now, I'll see if that works. Hey, man, I'm, not I'm already 51. And I'm already 51, <laughs> and my kid has celiac, so I can't even teach him how to do it. I'm not even. <laughs> I'm not saying any of this is easy, but I'm saying that these no, no, gears, dude, when they have shown up, have sparked on sure. a conversation it's that just is it's so much better people, than. Though, right? But yeah. just between us. Yeah, it, like, the, you're only talking about you and me, and every people listen to this because nobody does what we do. Have you ever nobody done like a, like a random uh, off the street guest spot on this podcast? Because I think we should grab a random Bitcoin, a Bitcoin guy who's Bitcoin in the guy. lobby right now. Have him Make taste him this, beer, this beer, and he's gonna tell us his fucking trash. Right? Oh, this is ro- this oh, he's is gonna, he's to gonna us, spin it on the right? floor. Yeah. <laughs> so, um, yeah. you know, but if we were to give him a hazy IPA or a, a strawberry banana melted snow cone thick boy, yeah. you know, Jared, they're, they're, they're going to love it. They're going to love it. I would suggest if one so. good Does writer, your snow cone beers taste like paper cups as well? Job. Paper cups. Yeah. <laughs> I know. Paper cone cups. Yeah. You know, yeah. like, God, I know yeah. exactly. Uh, no, but now that you say that, I think I'm going to throw some of those those waxy paper cups into yeah. our next batch. Yeah. Or just filter through them. Just aged, put them in the batch. Yeah, just <laughs> aged on waxy paper not cone serve cups. It. Not serve it. No, no. Put them in the... T- I mean, if you're not conditioning on oh my God. the I ingredient was gonna let, I was going to let the show go to 3 p.m., but I have to end it here. That let's, is fucking genius. Uh, John, all or, your best intentions just did exactly what I hoped they'd do. Yep. We, could tie, I, we could tie a couple things together. Let's, right, let's, let's unearth the Randall, no, 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 right? No. Yeah. And just then run it through. Wax, I ha- know, first paper of all, cups I in, have in a Randall. I have a Randall. We I had one. Here. We had one. I have. One. I don't use it anymore. But I don't use it because it's like the hygiene thing was the problem. All right. Like I was like, but anyway, next here's time the thing. people are in Nashville, you will go know, visit you. Will you will know as yeah. an interested person in <laughs> right. New Jersey, the Dixie Cup factory. Yeah. used to be one block from my hometown. Really? So I will find, in Jersey? Yeah, yeah. Huh. That's where they made Dixie Cups until like '81. Interesting. But, and then they and then they actually moved down south. Um, <laughs> but what I'm saying is, hold on, hold on. I'm going to get us a bunch of Dixie Cups. You're going to uh-huh. come up. Okay. We're going to brew that beer. I and I'm going to deliver all 50 barrels to John's house. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> cool. You've been. Just put it in the driveway. It'll be fine. It yeah. Yeah, the foxes Can will get it. Like That'd a, be great. A smoothie style beer that's fermented with like an Abbey strain or something. So we Jesus get some of the Christ. Belgian characters for John. Jesus and Christ. We just, Jesus Christ. That's how you open up the multiverse. <laughs> and just the worst, like the more worst versions of Augie come through. And I cannot, I cannot. Like we have like neutral chaos Wait right now with Augie. Quiet, like Augie. I, yeah. yeah. <laughs> that one's oh. going to really upset you. Yeah. <laughs> that's going to make you so nervous. Um, hey, Southern Grist down in Nashville. Yes. Yeah, do yeah. all that shit. Sell come, your come visit. Sell your yeah, t- tell tell people where to go. Yeah, so located in Nashville, Tennessee, we have two locations, kind of bookending the city. One in East Nashville, one in West Nashville. Uh, actually, the, the one in East Nashville, we just opened up a new restaurant. Are you guys uh, still across from show. that cool vinyl bar? So that's the location we left. That was our original um, spot. We are no longer in that, but we're like um, a mile down the road. But yeah, Vinyl Tap. I love that. Yeah, place. it was. A, it was you a would cool love spot. this. It's Real just. Cool it's sort of like beer wax, but it's just you know you walk in and just. Spin vinyl all night. I and spin vinyl. Well, yeah, well, nobody's you can buy gonna it like can, that party. It's cool, and it's you cool. can drink. Yeah, it's, yeah, it's, but it's, nobody's yeah. gonna like. Yeah, well, like, no, they wouldn't let you spin vinyl. No, like that's other norm, normal humans could, that's what could do it. it. But yeah. you, you, you know can. what? I, you know what my move is in that situation? Stevie Wonder. Okay. Well, I mean, that's and then I just nuts. yell at people for not knowing that it's not a song. It's a fucking album. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, get at us and give us the patreon.com slash steal this beer. Beg for money. Uh, we don't have any letters, so write us letters at stealthespeerpodcast.gmail.com. Go to stealthespeer.com. Uh, you can buy some of our merch. I think we're going to have seventh anniversary merch uh, sometime soon. There's no way that's right. This episode is going to air three weeks from now, so I'm hopeful. 
uh, from when I'm saying it, but Justin is supposed to be on it. I gave Justin homework before we left. I was like, Justin, by the time I get back, young man, uh, this needs to be done. These drafts need you to be on my desk. Chief hasn't given him his concussion yet. Uh, and then, uh, you know, buy some merch and sign up for our newsletter, which goes out at 5 o'clock every Monday when new episodes go up. Get out of here.